the most important it's uh, putting the patient uh, Pierre was talking about into personal project and because this is where you're gonna get creative and where you're gonna push your limits and uh, where you're gonna learn also the most Transylvania Mountain Festival, this is Anka Berlo, and in today's episode we talk with uh, Pierre and Thomas, co-founders of Yuka Films. After years of experience directing content for TV, cinema and brands, Pierre Cadot and Thomas Guerin associated to create Yuka Films. Based in the Chamonix Valley, both skiers and climbers, they decided four years ago to focus on outdoor and mountain film projects. With deep stories and images of passionate individuals in the mountains, They create films that stick to the truth and bring back from the outdoor moments that could not be told otherwise. Collaborating with different talents, they produce and direct projects from the storyline to the final distribution to TVs, web and film festivals. We met with Pierre and Thomas in their studio in Chamonix to ask them about mountain films and adventures, the creative process and inspiration. Good afternoon, Pierre and Thomas. Hello. <laughs> Can you present yourselves? Uh, tell us a bit of your background. Yes. Hello. I'm Tom. Uh, Thomas Guerin. I'm 32, and uh, we're in Chamonix. And um, uh, I started filmmaking uh, eight years ago. I started uh, filming uh, snowboarding with uh, with uh, with friends. Actually, we are we are pro uh, pro snowboarders. And uh, a couple years after, I, uh, I moved to Paris to, to discover uh, uh, culture in different aspects. And uh, uh, I worked in the fashion field for a couple years. And, uh, but I was still uh, filming in the mountains. And uh, I liked the diversity, like filming uh, from uh, w- uh, one field to another. And uh, it was quite special, but I loved it. And um, I finally uh, chose the mountaineering uh, because uh, I felt like uh, living in a city was not uh, made for me. So uh, in uh, in Paris, I met uh, I met Pierre, and uh, we decided uh, to uh, to build uh, to create a company to work in the mountain. And I'm Pierre. I'm born here in Chamonix, and uh, I'm not filming science as many years as Tom, but. Uh, before I came back to Chamonix, I moved to Paris to uh, learn uh, and study cinema. And I moved uh, also to Mexico and I was doing documentary there. And so I was more into photography, portrait and uh, finding characters to film. Uh, before I came back to Paris and, and as Tom said, we made, we had the first project uh, with a climber. And we've been to Joshua Tree, and he was climbing Eyeball. It was Romain Desgranges, uh, which uh, is a really strong climber, and he decided to challenge his, him, uh, himself. Uh, so he's an indoor climber, and he had to challenge his, himself on high balls. And it's, I think, what we like uh, about the story is not just about um, uh, the most difficult route, but a really personal path for him and I think after that we we knew that Paris wasn't for us and, and we should come back to Chamonix and I should come back to Chamonix to create something cool so that's what we did. And who was the first one to 
move to come back to Chamonix? Um, actually, it was a, a common idea because um, we both decided to quit our job to uh, to work together, and uh, we had a question. Uh, we had the question of uh, where we wanted to uh, to uh, to settle. And uh, we were hesitating uh, between uh, Grenoble, it's uh, from uh, where I come from, and uh, Annecy, which is a quite big city, uh, very dynamic, uh, between the mountains, and Chamonix, uh, which is a, a place in the mountain and closer to the mountain. And uh, during, a, during a shooting of a documentary, uh, we we met different people, and uh, all those people uh, promised uh, to uh, to work with us. And uh, so, in only a couple of days, we decided to uh, uh, to go to Chamonix. And uh, two months later, uh, we were both living here. And uh, four months later, we were already uh, filming uh, every day in the mountain. So. It started very, uh, very quickly. Awesome. I think it's not just only for filming. We came here. It's also all the uh, activities you can do for your personal uh, activities, like skiing and climbing. And we were both really attracted to this. And Chamonix is quite a, it's an awesome uh, city to do this. Like you take your car for five minutes and you are in the high mountains, so it's pretty easy. And also, I think it's the capital of alpinism, so it's why we we set here. It's because there is all the strongest skiers, climbers, everybody came at a point to Chamonix, so it's how you made friends and you create projects and it's how uh, I think it was really easy to not go to Grenoble and and just stay there. Yeah, Chamonix is, uh, is offering so much and uh, I wasn't prepared for, uh, for that. I didn't know uh, that place existed actually and uh, and it was like uh, I was going in the mountain a lot, but it was uh, like um, going from the the sea to to the ocean. You know, mm -hmm. it's like everything is uh, is higher, everything is uh, bigger, more demanding, and uh, so yeah, more interesting. And you have to know that Thomas, before to become a steep skier, he was uh, a park rider, and he was more. <laughs> Uh, cooking sausage on the side of the pipeline <laughs> of the pipe and uh, yeah I was uh, really into uh, freestyle skiing and uh, yeah, yeah. And so so high um, high mountaineering it was uh, it was all new for me and uh, and the first shooting uh, I discovered uh, I discovered it and uh, I, I never stopped uh, exploring it and uh, uh, and learning a lot from uh, all the people we met because everybody here is uh, uh, athletes, uh, pros, uh, mountain guides and so every day we are in the mountain every day we learn and uh, this is yeah, quite, uh, quite exciting So which was your first UK film project? The first real UK film project I think it was the Mountain of the Crystal Diggers so here in the range, the first people, more it's more than 200 years ago, was crystal diggers, people that are going to take stones, uh, quartz from the mountains. So it's quite an old tradition, and friends of mine that used to be my coach when I was younger, they, they found a pretty 
big oven in the mountains and they asked me uh, if I wanted to make a, a film for them, for their, me for their memories. And to be honest, at first I wasn't really excited about the idea because I, for me as a, a, a guy from Chamonix, you always see crystal and something that is pretty common. And I, I talked to Tom that was uh, here for the that, that was here for uh, for a couple of days. Uh, so I asked him uh, if he was interested, and he was directly like, "Yeah, man, it's it's such a good uh, topic." So we filmed them for all the seasons for one year, and and we've been with them uh, to this secret place where they found the squads. And it's happier that it was one of the biggest oven that have uh, I've been found uh, in the range. So uh, it was such an amazing project because it was with friends in the mountains and it wasn't about um, the fastest gear or the strongest route. It was people that never go to a summit that always uh, dig uh, in the middle of it. And, and it was really, really cool to share this together. It was uh, our first step together as a filmmaker, but also as a climber and, and climbing partner. So uh, I think it's been such a, an amazing adventure. Yeah, I was r uh, really surprised about that story because uh, I've never heard about uh, uh, crystals in the mountain before. So so you know it's like uh, it's like uh, finding a treasure. And uh, when I heard about that, I uh, yeah I was really stoked about the idea of uh, making a movie about it. And uh, and yeah, it was a really uh, really a cool experience. What other type of uh, projects do you work on? Mainly it's mountain project. Mm. It's not something that we decided, it just it appears to be like that. Uh, we are called, I think, because we can climb in the mountain with a camera and, and maybe perhaps we are good at it. And, and so it's mainly about the mountains and we always try um, to, to tell stories that are true, that are uh, always a step the side of of, uh, uh, of the usual um, original original ideas yeah. strong personality and I think it's what we like the most is to uh, as we say about the crystal diggers to make people that you are not uh, uh, that you shouldn't focus on and I think it's what we, we do really like but we also do we have been doing the entertainment for the valley the, mm. so it's more publicity but uh, mainly it's documentaries and, and stories about the mountain. Yeah, it could be, it, it could be a film campaign for, uh, uh, sorry, company, uh, a brand uh, campaign. Uh, it could be um, uh, videos um, for athletes uh, who wants to communicate uh, directly, yes, with athletes, brands. Uh, some athletes are coming uh, to us with a with a special idea. They want to develop, and they they want our expertise to uh, to tell the story. And uh, sometimes it's uh, um, it's just uh, we are just camera in the mountain and we deliver the footage. And uh, sometimes uh, we write uh, stories and uh, we. 
we develop it to uh, to make a documentary. So it could be from uh, everything, and we love doing uh, uh, different stuff, and uh, uh, we love doing campaigns uh, because you are going to uh, to work on uh, on the cinematography, and uh, you are going in the mountain. Uh, in one day, you're gonna do uh, only uh, three shots, but it's quite interesting to. Uh, uh, to, to push the cinematography uh, limits and sometimes uh, we follow uh, athletes in the mountain with uh, GoPros and uh, we do some quick shot and we have to be very fast and uh, we have to produce a five minutes movie in, in a single day so we love doing different stuff and uh, uh, because I think we would probably get bored and uh, but I would say uh, documentaries are our main uh, are, is the main reason why we are uh, uh, doing this job. Have you been on an expedition like documenting one? Um, uh, I've been doing w one main expedition, but it was uh, really at, at the beginnings. Um, but uh, since then, we we make documentaries, but uh, not documentaries about expeditions uh, or we athletes come to us uh, and bring some images and uh, we find a way to uh, to tell a story but the, um, yeah, the, the first expedition I've been to it was really at the beginning and uh, this is probably at the moment where, where I realized I needed to to leave uh, Paris and go back to uh, to, to the mountains it was in Mongolia, and uh, we were um, we were four friends doing a road trip uh, in the ta in the Altai Mountains. You you won a grant for that, right? Yeah, it was financed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 exactly. With the project, exactly, it was uh, financed by a by a uh, by a brand uh, who uh, would choose an expedition and uh, to finance uh, an expedition. And uh, so we were four friends on a bike uh, going uh, to ski the, um, the highest point of Mongolia by bike for uh, 14 days uh, in autonomy. And uh, so this is uh, so probably the craziest experience uh, I've ever lived. Yeah. And he trained for this in Paris on Vélib. <laughs> yeah. The bike you can rent for. Ah, okay. <laughs> in the city, so it was his main. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My friends were were training in the mountain, and I was doing it in the city, and uh, it was a most challenging part of the of the trip. Did you and manage to keep up with them then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, it went pretty well for me, and yeah, it was so cool. But it was something very uh, original and. Uh, like uh, nobody uh, did this before, like uh, carrying uh, your skis on the bike for uh, more than two days. Nobody did that. And uh, we were doing it uh, in the most remote part of the, of the world. And, uh, and we were quite young, so it was a, a strong experience. And my first uh, expedition filming experience. Was that, uh, you have, um, if I remember correctly, 35 kilograms on your bike? Yeah, exactly. Exactly, it was it was quite tough, and uh, and when we managed to uh, to put the skis on after uh, days and days of uh, biking, uh, it was uh, uh, the cherry on the cake. <laughs> <laughs> you felt light.
What do you think is the most challenging aspect of documenting adventure trips? Adventure or mountain trips? Or mountain trips. I think is most difficult is as a cameraman you can be disappointed of not being exactly where the, the best uh, shot could be and it's always really hard um, to see where is the limit between the weight you can carry on and what you can actually do when you are there and because uh, if you're heavy you are slow if you are slow you are going to be after the sun or you won't be able to make the roads you were supposed to be and I think it's a really challenging aspect on, on that to see what is um, uh, what what you should do as a mountaineer and as a filmmaker and make the balance between the both. Do you have some a specific like particular equipment that it's lighter or you just simply carry <laughs> on no, your like, bags? Actually, we uh, we had a couple uh, very bad experiences and uh, with weight, and uh, we learned uh, a lot about that. And we so now we are we feel better. Uh, uh, our back feel uh, feel better than uh, at our beginnings. And mm -hmm. uh, also the technology is, uh, allows us now to uh, to bring really small stuff and uh, and light uh, gear in the mountain. But it's still too heavy. But it's, it's how much do you have on your backs at, like when you do a session usually uh, it's uh, four to uh, to five kilos of gear in your bag uh, uh, when you go in the mountain for a day or for yeah for a couple of days it's always uh, four or five kilos of camera gear in the bag so sometimes you want to take more gear but you can't so you are uh, limited uh, up there, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, as Thomas said, like on a project this summer, we used to carry to the hut almost like twenty to twenty-five kilos on the back. It's a project where you don't ski down, and it's have been really painful uh, without the uh, lift, uh, and sometimes you have to hike down with those twenty kilos on your back, and 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 that. Uh, just for one expedition, or like, it was three days expedition, it was already uh, quite an uh, uh, endurance uh, uh, challenge. Yes, you need <laughs> yeah, to yeah, be fit as well <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> for this job. Exactly, we, we are more uh, uh, skiers uh, than uh, um, summer uh, alpinists, so we were quite surprised uh, this year to, uh, to carry uh, that bag uh, to go down in the valley and um, so the first uh, shooting we had we had uh, a 20 kilos bag on the back so the second shooting it was a uh, 17 and uh, 15 and then it was uh, 13 so we 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 find the the balance uh, the same balance uh, as Pierre was uh, talking before between uh, what you you can do uh, when you can what you can carry and, and what you you need to uh, you need to to bring back uh, in terms of uh, images, so we uh, we find a way. Mm -hmm. Did you have any close calls during these sessions of uh, documenting mountain trips? We usually uh, do a lot of um, 
uh, one day adventures in the Mont Blanc range mm -hmm. and uh, one day adventures uh, filming athletes and sometimes we we push ourselves to uh, to follow them and this is uh, something we we love also uh, not only uh, filming uh, from far away with a camera and a tripod we want to be part of the adventure and uh, it brings us to to some uh, uh, difficult routes and uh, uh, which are for some athletes uh, quite normal and classic but for us it uh, could be more demanding and I think at this moment we we could take some risks of course uh, when you have to to do a jump turn in a in a steep faces and and you you have uh, uh, you feel a bit tired and uh, you have a, a, a big camera bag and uh, the snow could be uh, icy and uh, you have to make that jump turn between two rocks and uh, your uh, friends are a bit far away because you were filming them and uh, after you need to um, you need to uh, to join them so uh, you have to be fast uh, because the conditions are changing the weather is uh, is changing and uh, so you're always fast in the mountain and at this moment of course yes we we take some risks but uh, we try to to keep this risk uh, as low as possible uh, because we are not uh, the athletes uh, uh, we are just uh, cameramans Vivian Bruchet and uh, Aurélien Ducrot and Vivian Bruchet are, are, um, uh, are the people we, we film the most in the in the Mont Blanc range, and it's uh, we were filming them mainly f uh, in steep faces, and uh, it's uh, all about yeah steep couloirs and, and going and going keeping with up them. keeping up with them right exactly and as much as possible. In terms of close call, I just remember on this project we are filming this summer, we were supposed to do the Integral de Petre, which is on the uh, Italian side of the Mont Blanc. And as we said, we were too heavy to manage to, to climb all the way, so we stopped at the Noir de Petre. Um, to get down there, it's something like a six to eight hour uh, of uh, climbing down on a really bad terrain, um, uh, and you have to, to unclimb this. And we were three team of two people with guides, and I almost dropped a table on uh, one of uh, the um, a uh, big rock. Yeah, a big rock mm -hmm. of uh, on one of the other team, and it was really bad terrain, and I really felt that I have killed two guys, but unfortunately uh, they were uh, two meters above, so we uh, we were really close to a really bad situation. It it was a. Kind of the one of the most uh, hardest routes of the Mont Blanc range, and uh, it was perfect conditions at this moment to do it. And we were not alone in the mountains. Uh, actually, all the biggest, strongest alpinists were doing uh, uh, the most difficult routes uh, everywhere in the in the Mont Blanc range. Uh, but that day, there was particularly a lot of people in the route we chose to uh, to film in. Uh, because it's uh, it's uh, the Graal uh, uh, to do it, and uh, so there was probably uh, ten 
uh, 10 parties on it and we were three parties to, uh, to film it and that day uh, the Ellie uh, came uh, three times so on ten parties, uh, three uh, got rescued. Got rescued and had uh, accidents. And as I said before, we are uh, mainly filming at winter time, and so we we were a bit uh, out of our comfort zone at this moment. Mm -hmm. And we realized uh, that summer alpinism is uh, quite uh, dangerous, also because of that. Definitely. Well, everything can be dangerous here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Chamonix. <laughs> yes. So, what inspires you? What? What inspires you? Where do you find your inspiration? It's everywhere. I, actually, uh, we are uh, constantly uh, uh, watching uh, social medias, uh, for example. So, we are following a lot of uh, athletes. Uh, Video productions, uh, yeah, filmmaking company, everybody uh, working in the mountaineering in, in general, and um, so every day we uh, we get we get inspired uh, inspired by uh, by this way, um, but also uh, we have our personal uh, uh, inspirations. Uh, mm -hmm. We are watching a lot of uh, documentaries. Uh, outside of the mountaineering and uh, everything could be uh, inspiring uh, as much as you love uh, cinematography in general for example or photography mm -hmm. and uh, yeah everything is a source of inspiration but uh, personally I would say that um, uh, uh, which inspire me the, the most it's uh, uh, watching something unseen in the mountaineering field uh, because we are uh, a lot of um, a production company uh, doing uh, uh, performance uh, movies about uh, an athlete, uh, an athlete uh, uh, who wants to be the fastest to go in the mountain, an athlete uh, who wants to ski down the most steepest face. Uh, so sometimes when you have something uh, uh, new, something very original, uh, a new idea, a new way of uh, practicing uh, your sport, uh, a new, also a new places, something uh, unseen. This is what inspired me the, the most, I would say. And jumping to what Justin said, I think uh, at UK Film, so we you understand two guys uh, behind this uh, company, and we are pretty complementary because I think Thomas is more interested into the images and, and something that isn't seen or technically really uh, nice and I'm more into the subject and what inspires me or what gives me the wish to make a film is often a special story uh, more than the performance and the combination of our two skills uh, works pretty well for us at least uh, and uh, I can relay on Thomas when it's a term of uh, getting the best pictures and he will relay on me to make the shot of what will tell the story. So, yeah. 
cool. Uh, Nisadia, do you have a project that you're most proud of, that you're very happy how it came out? Personally, personally, I think I would say it's a film that we've done for ourselves about uh, Peter Stelzner, with, which is a craftsman here in Chamonix. He makes skis. Yeah, he I've makes wooden it. skis with such a strong passion. And it was one of the first, I think it was one year before we decided really to come to Chamonix, but we were both in Chamonix and we decided to film this guy. It was totally free. It was like really uh, a big wish from our side to discover this guy and he really opened his house, his mind, his soul, his earth uh, really deeply and really quickly. And uh, we've made this small piece in two days and it was uh, still for me, the images are good. They were for the days. The sun came out in the morning. We were the first doing the first track and then we eat pasta with him at his workshop and he, he shows us everything and, and this is also something that is really inspiring I think and really nice to film is the human someone, story huh? the human side yeah the human side and also someone at work doing what he loves the most and I think this small piece which is totally free which is totally something that um, we decided to do for ourselves more for our brand or because someone told us to do or I don't know uh, I'm really proud of this one, yeah. Yeah, and um, me, I would say um, uh, the the Nocta uh, series, uh, which is about uh, uh, filming by night, and um, because the story is uh, uh, of how we made it is uh, is probably like uh, the best shooting we had in the mountains, and. Um, so yeah, it's a it's a series about um, about skiing by night uh, because uh, a light brand from Norway gave us uh, it's moonlight mountain gear. They give us a, a couple of very uh, strong uh, headlamps, and uh, it allows us to to light up the mountains. Mm -hmm. And uh, we uh, with Bruno Compagnier and uh, Leila Kerley. It was a uh, fifteen, the fifteenth of May, a couple years ago. Uh, it was uh, snowing, uh, snowing a lot, and we decided to go uh, on the Aiguille du Midi and to to try uh, this headland. And uh, it snows like uh, eighty centimeters of deep snow in May, so it was quite surprising. And at midnight, it's. Uh, the, um, the snow stops, and uh, we started to uh, we started to go down, and like we were really surprised about how the headlamps were reflecting on the snow, and that night it was probably minus twenty, and the light the, the snow uh, was flying a lot, and uh, the the headlamps were lighting this up, and it was like the most beautiful stuff I've ever seen in my life, and. Uh, at this moment, we realized we got something new, something unseen, and we wanted to uh, to explore it. So we um, we decided to make two other uh, opus of it, and as we filmed on a glacier, we decided to add two other uh, opus, which was uh, in the forest and uh, in the in the couloirs of the Dolomites, because it's. Uh, it's a, a rock universe, a rocky universe. Mm -hmm. 
and um, and so we we filmed during uh, during the season uh, by night, and it was uh, it was really surprising to uh, every day uh, leaving the office uh, uh, at the end of the day to uh, to start filming, and every time we uh, take the camera off the bag, it it was like a whole new shot, uh, something we have never seen before. It was like uh, filming in a studio, because we can we could. Uh, light up everything differently and uh, he, I, I think at this moment we never get uh, that creative that at this moment and uh, and the, the atmosphere was, uh, was, uh, was quite surprising and uh, the experience of filming also so probably for me it's, uh, it's my best shooting so it's the best memory I got in the mountain and uh, and also it's uh, the best video I think we I've, I've ever made, yes. Yeah, it looks quite poetic, I've seen <laughs> it. <laughs> when I talk about this project, so we were with these big headlamps and sometimes we were filming, but also we were skiing for ourselves and sometimes I'm after a hard office day and you haven't been able to ski and eventually it hasn't snow in the day, you can go and hike at five or six at the end of the day and you still can ski. And as you say, it's quite poetic because when I talk about it, I always imagine us as a, a ball of light getting down the mountains on the side of, the, of uh, on the side of it, and it's either white or black. And as Thomas said, it's like a studio, and and you really just can see what the lamps can uh, uh, show, but you can ski almost as fast as in a real day because it's quite powerful, and it's something that. Uh, even if we've skied for 30 years of our life, it's each time really different. It's another atmosphere, and sometimes you manage to see to see some animals that you never see in the day. Uh, you are really apart, like you know, everybody's at the bar, and the ski day is over. And for us, it's still uh, it's starting. Yeah, it's starting, and it's silent, and silence, and the mountain is for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it was uh, the most amazing experience we had. And uh, technically, also, uh, we we knew that we uh, we were doing something uh, uh, something unseen, and uh, we really challenged ourselves to uh, uh, to bring the most technical shots uh, we we ever did, and um, and the result is uh, is really surprising because you never know what you're gonna have in your in your camera when you when you turn on the camera. Uh, the light reacts d differently uh, in the lens, you know, because uh, when it goes directly through the lens, you have a lot of uh, reflex reflections. Mm -hmm. And so every shot is a surprise, and every time it was a good surprise. So I've never been so stoked to, to go back to the office to look at my, uh, my images. And, and to be honest, for me sometimes, uh, as it was really cold by night, the liquid crystal of your screen, of your camera, they were fr frozen, mm -hmm. and you can't even see what you were filming. So it was like doing, like you were supposing to have something in the frame, but you can't really know because it was the limit of the camera, mm -hmm. or at least the screen, which was frozen. And, and yeah, you are even more stoked when you come back on your office and you are looking at the, uh, at the shot you have, and, and they are good. So. <laughs> yeah. It was funny because we really pushed the limits of the of the camera gear at this moment. Like we got this new, this brand new lamp, 
and at the same time we get this brand new camera who allowed us to uh, to catch uh, low lights and uh, so everything was new so we knew that just before that it was not possible to do it mm -hmm. and uh, so we got light gear uh, to uh, to to make this shot so we were able to wake up during the night and uh, and bring back uh, some amazing uh, images and the good thing is you can ski all day long and start walking at night when we're in Dolomite it was like full day of ski and then we just wait for the dark to come and and then we walked for one couloir and yeah it was an amazing experience that we shared with Bruno and, and Leila and the guide there in, in Dolomite and you have it on your website yeah you can see it I've seen it great um, do you have any future projects? Actually, we are working on our biggest and largest projects so far. And we, uh, we are starting to tell the story of the mountain guide of Chamonix. They are going to... Uh, they, they will be 200 years old uh, next year. And so our challenge and our main project for now is to tell this story. And so we are writing, finding archives, and also we've been filming all, uh, all this summer to, uh, to, to show not only the past, but also uh, the present. And comment dire un défi en anglais? Challenge. Challenge. So we are going to tell all the challenge, the guide, uh, through the years I've passed through, and also the big challenge of uh, global warming, or at least the mountain changing, and how the mountain guide will be uh, overpass this challenge for mm -hmm. the days to come or the years to come and this campaign will start we will see your work next year yeah so yeah it's uh, it's gonna be released uh, next year um, in the mid-August um, 21 and 21st and um, it's uh, it's probably six months of writing and one year and a half of shooting. So for us, it's yeah, it's the biggest challenge, as Pierre said. Do you write? Do you document all this? Do you personally do the research, or do you work with other people? Yeah, actually, we we write by by ourselves, but uh, we got, of course, a lot of help help from uh, everybody uh, in Chamonix, all the all the people. Uh, uh, who work on uh, Chamonix history and there is a lot of people like this and so of course without those people it wouldn't be possible to uh, to do it but uh, so we we managed to work uh, closely with them and um, and we we write this uh, uh, Pierre uh, mainly writes this, uh, this uh, 82 pages scenario and um, so now we are uh, we are in the in the filmmaking. Still writing, <laughs> <laughs> adding information. Yeah. Yeah. There is always something new, something you haven't heard. But as Thomas said, we have the chance, and I have the chance by have been around here in Chamonix to know a lot of the old guides, and and somehow you made one of them, and and he told you, ah, you should tell this story, and you're like, yeah, it's interesting. So it's a moving process, but. Uh, at some point, the 15th of August, uh, 2021, uh, for the Mountain Guide Party here in Chamonix, we will have to release this film and, 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 and 
We won't be able to tell every nice and good story there is about the mountain guide here in Chamonix, but hopefully we're gonna see and show how they've challenged many, and through the years many challenge, and, and they overpass that, and uh, also it's in a way the story of the alpinism in itself, mm -hmm. so it's a big project, it's uh, a lot to carry on on our shoulder, but we are so happy and glad that we've been uh, able to make this happen, and, and, and being the one that are telling this story, so we're pretty stoked, but pretty stressed too. <laughs> yeah, it's normal, it's such a challenge. So the output will be a movie? Yeah. And you don't know how long it's going to be? No, it's a 52 minutes. 52. And, and yeah, as I said, like, usually from years, the mountain guide, they are doing a party on the 15th of August, and yes. it's uh, on in Les Gaillons, and they are doing quite a, uh, a, a show that is quite old now. So the big thing for them next year will be this the release of this film. Mm -hmm. So we are really... Uh, working hand uh, in hand with them, they are helping us with uh, the guides, with the archives, with uh, all the resources they can give us, mm -hmm. and, and, and we are trying our best to uh, to tell the story with the most truth in it, and, uh, and also uh, with some funny uh, fact that have been <laughs> being uh, leading the story. Yeah. Do you have any advice for um, those who would like to document adventures? Um, Something that you've learned? or uh, I think now you can learn uh, a lot uh, by yourself uh, on the internet. And this is what I did. Uh, and uh, I think it's, uh, it's, it's possible to, uh, to technically learn a lot of things, but the most important, and uh, I think uh, Pierre will say the same, it's uh, um, learning by doing, so uh, doing as much as possible and, uh, and doing a maximum to, to, to keep the patient because uh, if uh, you have a strong patient, uh, you, you can do everything. So, uh, yeah, learning by doing, I would say. I, I do think that the most important is to have the patient because uh, I'm usually struggling with that with friends or my girlfriend or I don't know that always think that we have such a good job but sometimes people don't see how hard it is to be at cold at night or to be carried this stuff to be always um, uh, waking up really early to get the best light and it's sure that it's such a cool life and, and such a cool way of uh, living and make a living about it but it's hard and, and it's not always pleasant and sometimes you come back and there is not the images you wanted or there, there were a problem. So, but I think the patient is the most important thing. I, when I was in Paris, I tried to make documentaries about, I don't know, like more artistic documentaries that have nothing related with uh, the mountains. And suddenly we had this subject about the crystal diggers in Chamonix and everything came clear and it was easy and the story came like this. I was writing really fast and we were filming and all the process was easier. So I think you have to find uh, your way and, and, and if you have the patient and, and as Tom says, the technical stuff is maybe more easy to, to, to understand and you can find everything on the internet or by doing. But yeah, the patient to tell the stories your own stories or stories that came to you and yeah I think but you should do it <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> uh, I will add something, uh, something more. Um, we couple years ago, uh, one or two years ago, we, with Pierre, we probably realized that uh, uh, all uh, so the best uh, projects we got uh, came from uh, people who saw, uh, who watched some of our personal projects. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was probably what they uh, what they loved the most. It was our personal project. So uh, I would say that it's the most the most important. It's uh, putting the patient uh, Pierre was talking about into personal project, and because this is where you're gonna get creative and where you're gonna push your limits, and uh, uh, you're gonna add a lot of passion on it. So it's gonna be definitely a a good project. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you you for your time. (laughs) Thank you again for listening to Transylvania Mountain Festival podcast. If you like our show, feel free to give us a rating and a review on iTunes or any other app you like listening to podcasts. Until next time, this is Anka Berle, your host. Enjoy the verticals.